Welcome back once again. Today we're looking at Mark chapter 5, verses 21 through 34. Let's pray and we'll get started. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for your goodness. Lord, I thank you for your word. And Holy Spirit, I just ask that you would come in this time. Teach us. Father, as we look at your word, that we would see Jesus, that we would see the example he laid out for us to follow. And at the same time, we would see what he did in the lives of people then. And we would know that you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. So what you did then, you can do again. God, I just so thank you that you don't just set us on our course and say whatever happens, happens, but you walk with us. You lead us, you guide us, you teach us, and you intervene. That your miracle-working power is still just as real and alive today as it was when Jesus walked this earth. Father, teach us, strengthen us, we yield to you. Holy Spirit, come. We invite you into this time. We praise you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Mark chapter 5, verses 21 through 34. Now when Jesus had crossed over again by boat to the other side, a great multitude gathered to him, and he was by the sea. And behold, one of the rulers of the synagogue came, Jairus by name. And when he, when he saw him, he fell at his feet and begged him earnestly, saying, My little daughter lies at the point of death. Come that you may lay your hands on her, that she may be healed and she will live. So Jesus went with him, and a great multitude followed him and thronged him. Now a certain woman had a flow of blood for twelve years, and had suffered many things from many physicians. She spent all that she had and was no better, but rather grew worse. When she heard about Jesus, she came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. For she said, If I may only touch his clothes, I shall be made well. Immediately, the fountain of blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of the affliction. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that power had gone out of him, turned around in the crowd and said, Who touched my clothes? But his disciples said, You see the multitude thronging you, and you say, Who touched me? And he looked around to see who had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what had happened to her came and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. And he said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. So it starts off um, with a synagogue ruler coming to Jesus. His daughter is dying. Um, and he, he's begging Jesus, If you just come touch her, she'll be healed. She won't die. So Jesus starts to go with him. And there's so many people pressing in around Jesus that the crowds are just following him along. But then we see this woman come up on the scene and it says that she had a flow of blood for 12 years. Um, some things to keep in mind about um, about the certain time. If you read through the Old Testament, you see so many of the rules, rituals, and things that they had set out. Um, a woman that was bleeding, that had um, that had an issue like she's got would be considered unclean. She wouldn't be able to touch her family. She wouldn't, she actually shouldn't even, shouldn't even be around other people. It's one of those things she had to keep her distance. Um, it would be a disease that they would think is contagious. She, it would almost be like she had quote unquote, the plague that we'd say now and everybody keeps her at a distance. Um, so for 12 years, she's been alienated. She's been pushed away from people. Um, and it says that she suffered many things from many physicians. Um, she's going wherever she can, trying to get help. Um, but nothing nothing worked. It just got worse and worse and worse. She had exhausted all the means that she had. She's alone. She's poor. and She's an outcast. 
when she heard about Jesus, she came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. This woman should not have been in that crowd. That's really important to kind of like realize that she should not have been where she was. But when she heard about Jesus, she chose to take the risk and actually push through the crowd. I want to stay right there for a second, folks, because here's the thing. If you want to follow after Jesus, there's there's somebody listening that's going to read this and they're going to be like, Man, I can identify with her. I feel like I'm all alone. I, I don't feel like I've got any hope. I feel like everybody's pushing me away. I don't even feel like I have the right or deserve to be anywhere near people. But this woman heard about Jesus. She knew that he was her answer. And she took the chance to do what she needed to do. If people realized what was going on, if people realized who she was, why she was there, she could have gotten in a lot of trouble because if she touched someone else in that crowd, she would have, been, they, she would have made them unclean. So she could have been injured or stoned or just... or just cast out, beaten, just for being in that crowd if she'd gotten caught. Um, but she didn't care. I think she she pushed through the crowd. And it's not like she was already there. She heard about Jesus and she had to fight her way through these people. I mean, they were pressing in on Jesus. If you remember, um, we've read a couple of times that when Jesus was teaching, they actually had to put him in a boat and push him off off the shore just a little bit so the people wouldn't be so close upon, on top of him that they would crush him so he could actually teach and preach. And... Um, but that's the crowd that this woman fought her way through when she heard about Jesus. There's another side of that, folks, that those of us that know him have to make him known. We have to spend our lives. We have to take our time and let others know about Jesus because she heard about what he was doing. There's power in what, what we share about what Jesus does. It's not enough to just say, I know Jesus, I'm following Jesus. We have to we have to share that with others. We have to express that and tell others so that others can hear and come to him because we don't have any power in of ourselves to actually save people or change people's lives. All we have is Jesus and we need to make him known to other people because if no one had ever told this woman about Jesus, if she'd never heard about him, she would have never been able to come to him. But verse 27, when she had heard about Jesus, she came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. For she said, if only... I may touch his clothes, I shall be made well. She wasn't trying to get to talk to him. She wasn't trying to um, get in front of him or have him pray for her or do anything. She, her hope was if I can just touch the bottom of his clothes. No one needs to see me. No one needs to know. But if I can just touch his clothes, I know I'll be made well. There was something about Jesus that in who he was that they knew that if she could just get close enough to just touch him. It would make all the difference. And friends, I promise you today, it is the exact same situation. If we would just put forth the effort, that we would just take the steps to just get close enough to touch his clothes, our lives would be forever changed. But yet so many people just go through the motions and do the things they're supposed to do. They're wandering around saying, oh yeah, I know about Jesus. I know about Jesus. But they're not actually taking the time to press in and actually get close enough to actually touch him. I promise you, friends, if you could fight through the crowd, that you could get close enough to just touch his clothes, your life would be forever altered like this woman's was. It says that immediately the fountain of blood was dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of her affliction. As soon as she touched him, she knew something had changed. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that power had gone out, turned around in the crowd and said, Who touched my clothes? 
But his disciples said to him, you see the multitude thronging you and you say, who touched me? We see a little bit of a disconnect in Jesus and the disciples. Um, Jesus knows what's going on. He always does. He always will. Um, but the disciples are like, Jesus, what are you talking about? People are pushing and squeezing everywhere. And you're saying, who touched me? Everybody is touching you. But Jesus knew that this one thing was different. Jesus knew that something had changed because someone touched him. It wasn't just that she bumped into him. Something had changed. His disciples didn't get it. And friends, I'll tell you today, people that are following Jesus, um, for whatever reason, I'm not even going to get into all that, but people who say they're following Jesus, they won't always get it. Um, What God's doing in your life, what he's doing for you, other people are going to be like, what are you talking about? That doesn't even make sense. Follow Jesus. Trust what he's doing in you. You know when you get to him and you touch him. Because she knew as soon as she touched him that everything inside of her changed. You know that when you get to Jesus, when you touch him, reach out for him, everything in your life changes. You know the changes that he's making in you. So when other people come and say, what are you talking about? Don't be discouraged. Don't let others change your direction and your mindset just because they don't understand it. Jesus knew what had happened. And he looked around in verse 32, and he looked around to see her who had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. Friends, I promise you, when you have an encounter with Jesus and you see what he has done in your life, it changes how you see him. This woman came with just fighting through the crowd just to touch him. And then slipped back into the crowd. But in that moment, Jesus called out to her. And she knew because of what had happened, she had no way of walking away without saying, I'm here, I did it, this is what happened. When Jesus starts to work in your life, when he begins to transform you, there is a fear, there is a reverence, there is an awe that comes. It's not just some flippant, oh yeah, Jesus did this, yay. But it when your life is altered and the direction you're walking in is changed because you've had an encounter with Christ, it changes everything. It gives us an awe and a reverence and an honor of who he is. and makes It makes me at times just sit back and just like, Jesus, I so thank you. There's times when I don't even have the words to express just how grateful I am, just how in awe of what he's doing I am. And that's okay. That's a place we need to get to. We need to stay in. Don't rush through those times quickly. We need an awe and a reverence of God and Jesus and what he's doing. And then in verse 34, Jesus looks at her and he said to her, daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. So Jesus addressed her. He 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 told her what she already knew, that you have been made well. And he said, go in peace. Her life had been anything but peaceful because she'd been alienated and in so much turmoil for 12 years. But one touch of Jesus changed everything. And he sent her on his on her way. He didn't demand anything from her. He didn't, he didn't rebuke her. He didn't scold her for pushing through the crowd, being someplace she shouldn't have been. Um, really, she shouldn't have touched Jesus. Um, According to the laws and rules they had, if she touches Jesus, Jesus would have been unclean. But I promise you, no one 
no matter how dirty they are, no matter how much they've messed up, coming to Jesus touches him and makes him unclean. Jesus makes whatever he touches clean and new and right. Um, and he sent her on her way. And she was healed and her life was forever altered. Heavenly Father, I just so, so thank you that you are still in the life-changing business. There is nothing, nothing too difficult for you. And God, if we would just come in faith with the mentality, if I could only just touch the hem of his garment, just touch the bottom of his robe, my life would be forever changed. Father, I so thank you that not only do you give us the opportunity to touch the hem of Jesus' garment, but you give us the opportunity to give our entire lives over to you so that you can not so that we can not just touch you, but you can come and live inside of us, that you can inhabit us, that we can be with you always. You will never leave us in that time. You will never forsake us, God. And I just so thank you. For each and every person watching right now, I just ask that you would that you would speak to them and let them know where, where do they need to reach out just to touch you? What in their life needs to change that they've wanted to change, they've tried to change, but they, they just need to reach out in faith saying, if I could only touch Jesus, I know this would change. God, let them reach out. Let them reach out and cry out, whatever that takes. Let them reach out to you because they've heard of Jesus and they know that if I would only touch him, if I can only touch the edge of his garment, I would be forever changed. Father, I just thank you, and I give you all the praise and the glory. We honor you. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen.